session. I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth broadcast. On today, I want to share a prayer concerning the wonders of Calvary. This prayer was spoken by a great man of God who's physically dead, but yet very alive with writings in our atmosphere by the power of the Holy Spirit. God allowed this great writer to write a book of prayers and he writes about the wonders of Calvary. This writer is Charles Spurgeon who lived during the 1800s and during this time he was very highly influential and was known as the Prince of Preachers. He was the author of many types of works including sermons and his autobiography biblical commentaries and devotionals, magazines, poetry, hymns. And one of the things he wrote was books on prayer. And what he would actually do, would, he would write down his words of prayer. And as I read this one prayer titled The Wonder of Calvary, you'll see how the Holy Spirit used him to take you into the depth of the wonder of Calvary. And hopefully as I read it today, it will cause you to become enlightened concerning the blessings connected to the wonders of Calvary. For Calvary is simply a word which is named for the hills outside Jerusalem on which Jesus was crucified. It was there where Jesus suffered much pain and, and, and pressure and misery. But it was also a place of victory that we yet experience today. Jesus is now King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And because of his kingship and his lordship over the children of God, we experience victory every day of our lives and so today as I read this great prayer written by a great man of God, I pray that the Holy Spirit will take you deeper in understanding the wonders of Calvary. The author writes, Great God Almighty, there was a time when we dreaded the thought of coming near to you. For we were guilty and you were angry with us. But now we will praise you because your anger is turned away. And you comfort us. Now the very throne that was once a place of dread has now become the place of shelter. We flee to you to hide us. We long to get away from the world, even from the remembrance of it, and have fellowship with the world to come by speaking with him who was and is and is to come. The Almighty. Lord, we have often been worried and wearied with care. But with you, care comes to an end. All things are with you. And when we live in you, we live in wealth, in sure, constant joy. We battle with the sons of men against a thousand errors and unrighteousness. But when we flee to you, all is truth and purity and holiness, and our hearts find peace. 
Above all, we have to battle with ourselves, and we are very much ashamed of ourselves. After many years of great mercy, after tasting the powers of the world to come, we are still so weak, so foolish. But when we get away from self to you, Father, there we find truth, purity, holiness, and our hearts rest in peace, wisdom, completeness, delight, joy, and victory. Oh, dear Father, bring us now, we pray, near to yourself. Let us bathe ourselves in communion with you. Blessed be the love that chose us by you before the world began. We can never sufficiently adore you for your sovereignty. The sovereignty of love that saw in us the ruins of the fall, yet loved us notwithstanding all. We praise thee, O God, of the eternal council chamber and the everlasting covenant. Yet we struggle to find sufficiently worthy words with which to praise you who gave us grace in Christ, your son, before he spread the starry sky. We also bless you, O God, as the God of our redemption. For you have loved us so much that you even gave your dear son for us. He gave himself, his very life, for us, so that he might redeem us from all iniquity and sanctify us for himself to be his special people, zealous for good works. We can never sufficiently adore free grace and dying love. The wonders of Calvary never cease to be wonders. They grow miraculous in our eyes as we think of him who washed us from our sins in his own blood. Nor can we cease to praise you, Father, for our regeneration, who found us dead and made us alive and found us at enmity and reconciled us, found us loving the things of this world, and you lifted us out of the morass and mire of selfishness and worldliness into the love of divine everlasting things. O Spirit of God, we love you this day especially for dwelling in us. How can you abide in so crude a habitation? How can you make these bodies your temples? And yet you did so. But that let your name be held in reverence as long as we live. Oh Lord, we want to delight ourselves in you this day. Give us faith and love and hope so that with these three graces we may draw very near to you, the triune God. You will keep us. You will preserve us. You will feed us. You will lead us. You will bring us to the mind of God. There you will show us your love. And in the glory everlasting and boundless, there you will make us know and taste and feel the joys that cannot be expressed. But a little longer waiting, and we will come to the golden shore. But a little longer fighting, and we will receive the crown of life that does not pass away. Lord, get us up above the world. Come, Holy Spirit, heavenly dove. Mount and bear us on your wings, far from these inferior sorrows and inferior joys 
up where eternal ages rule. May we ascend in joyful contemplation. And may our spirits come back again and strong for all service. Armed for all battles. Armored for all dangers and made ready to live heaven on earth. Until by and by we will live heaven in heaven. Great Father, be with your waiting people. Any in great trouble, may you greatly help. Any who are despondent, may you sweetly comfort and cheer. Any who have erred and are suffering under their own sin, may you bring them back and heal their wounds. And any who this day are panting after holiness, may you give them the desire of their hearts. Any who are longing for usefulness, may you lead them into ways of usefulness. Lord, we want to live while we live. We do pray that we may not merely groan out of an existence here below or live as earthworms crawling back into our homes and dragging now and then a dry leaf with us. Rather, Father, give us the ability to live as we ought to live with a new life that you have put into us, with the divine awakening that has lifted us as much above common men as men are lifted above the beasts that perish. Do not let us always be hampered like poor half-hatched birds within the eggshell. May we chip the shell today and get out into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Grant us this, we pray. Lord, visit our churches. We have heard your message to the church at Ephesus. It is a message to us also. Do not let any of us lose our first love. Do not let our churches grow cold and dead. We are not, we fear, what we once were. Lord, revive us. All of our help must come from you. Dear Father, give back to the church its love, its confidence, its holy daring, its consecration, its liberality, its holiness. Give back all that it ever have and give it much more. Take every member and wash his feet most tenderly. Sweet Lord, set us with clean feet and a clean road with clean hearts to guide us. May you bless us as you are disposed to do in a divine way. Bless us, dear Father, and let all the churches of Jesus Christ partake of the same care and tenderness, walking among the golden sticks. Lord, trim every lamp and make every light, even though it burns, but feebly now to shine out gloriously through your care. Now bless the sinners, Lord. Convert them. O God, save men. Save this great world, this slumbering dead world, Lord. Arouse it, arouse it by any means, so that it may turn to you, O Father. Lord, save sinners all the world over. Lord, let your precious word be fulfilled. Behold, he cometh with clouds. Why do you wait? Do not wait, O Lord. And now unto the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit be glory forever and ever. Amen. Beloved, I'll stop 
reading there, I pray today as I, I read those words, I believe spoken by the voice of the Lord for us on this day, that you'll be encouraged to allow the wonders and the greatness of Calvary, the place where Jesus gave his life for, for you. I pray that as you rehearse and think again about the great sacrifice that you'll not take your salvation in vain. It may come free, salvation, but it was not cheap. A great price was paid that you might be taken from chains of slavery into a newness of life. You're now living a life of liberation. You're living a life of liberty. You're living a life of victory. You're living a life of joy and peace. The great wonder of Calvary is that we are the manifestation of the greatness of Calvary. Beloveds, I've got to go. God bless you, and I hope to share again with you next week.